Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 125. The Las Vegas Raiders make history with the team's new president, and Vegas Revealed is there on her first day with the NFL team. Plus, we bar hop on Brewery Row and a new hotel on the Strip that promises to be a dream. Then we have Liftoff, the sky-high attraction with an intoxicating twist. We have a lot to get to today. Let's get to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 125. So we're doing this episode a little bit different today, Dana. We are, because I'm like, we don't have a lot of time to record this. We don't have a lot of time to edit it. We have meetings tomorrow and big stuff going on. So I'm like, let's just record it and not even think about editing it. Let's just do it raw. Now, we don't usually do tons of editing. It's minimal. It's minimal. But just taking out some ums when we need to stop for a a drink of water to Mm -hmm. wet our palates. Right. Or mistakes. And I'm like, I don't think that was right. Let me research that again and make sure, you know, things like that. So, but we're not doing that today. We're going for it. We're blasting straight through. We've had a busy, busy day. We just left the uh, press conference at Allegiant Stadium that announced the Raiders' new president. And it was exciting because it's the first female african-american president of a team in the nfl apparently ever yeah i mean it's a big deal not only for the las vegas raiders but the entire national football league and pro sports for that matter um but sandra douglas morgan she is a lifelong las vegan she went to preschool here she's an attorney she has uh, served on several boards the Nevada Athletic Commission. She has served on the Gaming Control Board. Uh, she's been a, uh, an appointee by our governor. Mm-hmm. So she, I mean, she's got some pretty legit credentials. Exactly, and a longtime attorney. And also, she was apparently on the. She was like the vice president chair, or maybe it was vice chair. Of the, I'm not going to edit that, Sean. Normally, I'd go back and Google that, but she was one of the chairs on the 2024 uh, Super Bowl committee for Las Vegas. You know, when they were researching how we could bring the Super Bowl here. Yeah, the host committee. So she was instrumental in making sure that the Super Bowl was coming to Las Vegas in 2024. So, I mean, to have her as the team president for the Las Vegas Raiders when the Super Bowl does come here in 2024 that's kind of a full circle moment for her what a, i imagine it's one of many you know momentous full circle moments mm-hmm. that that she'll be experiencing but congratulations and she said her husband played in the nfl for a long time she wouldn't say the teams it's in the press release but she was i just thought it was a cute moment she said let's not talk about the other teams we're here to talk about the raiders <laughs> so i thought that was nice uh they did take some questions from the media while we were there at the press conference at allegiant stadium and you had a question that you threw out. Hi, Sandra. Sean McAllister with uh, Vegas Revealed. First of all, congratulations. Uh, Secondly, what is your playbook for strengthening the ties with the Las Vegas community? Do you have specific plans right now? 
I mean, I am really walking into an organization that has international brand recognition and has been respected in sports and outside of sports. And so it's not like I'm coming in with a difficult, <laughs> difficult position. Again, I'm honored that I was given this opportunity. So anything I can do to continue to keep and raise the bar, that's what I'm going to do. So I, do, I don't have a necessary playbook, but if I did, I probably wouldn't share it with you right now. Um, <laughs> but definitely just strengthening those relationships and making sure that we continue to grow the fan base of Raider Nation. That's my um, number one priority. So yeah, leading up to uh, you know the moment when I asked that question, uh, Sandra Douglas Morgan was talking about how one of her priorities was going to be strengthening bonds with the Las Vegas community. And so, you know, obviously she has roots that run deep here. I have no doubt in my mind that she'll be successful mm-hmm. in all of her endeavors with the team. Yeah, and she kept saying, I have big plans, but it, it is hard when somebody says, well, what's your plan? Well, it's like, well, there's a lot of work to do, and I have a plan, but if you have like three hours, we could run down the list, but I'm sure she has like a long agenda of things she wants to do. You well, know? and I thought it was funny too when she said to me, she was like, even if I did have a, <laughs> a whole plan for you today, I wouldn't tell you. Exactly. I was like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, the Raiders have gone through a lot of changes uh, in the organization over the last, you know, two, three years. First moving here, uh, we've had some players that have, you know, been moved around, some that gotten a little bit of trouble outside of playing on their own personal time. And so, um, obviously, the the president that we interviewed before she was president uh, stepped down. There's just been a lot of movement. The coach was let go. So we have a lot of new team members coming. So I think it's going to be great to have some new leadership. There is. And uh, I think that this will be, you know, Sandra Douglas Morgan. um, That's a name that you're going to be hearing a lot. And I'm sure that she's going to be very visible, not only with the Raiders, but on the national level, uh, because the NFL has had some, you know, challenges with the internal workings mm-hmm. of other teams in the league. And I, I think that the the league is working through those things. And I have a feeling that our Las Vegas team president is going to be instrumental in a lot of things that, that help shape what the NFL is going to be moving forward. So it was cool to be there inside Allegiant Stadium as the Las Vegas Raiders' new team president was unveiled. Yeah, and summer practice kicks kicks up uh, soon, so it's going to be football season before we know it. Well, another woman leader in Las Vegas, Carolyn Goodman, our mayor, had something to say about Fremont Street. Uh, She kind of, I guess, organized a somewhat of an emergency meeting and uh, gathered everyone together because there have been a few incidents on uh, Fremont Street at the Fremont Street Experience in downtown Las Vegas, two recent shootings there. And I think she just wanted to get everyone together to nip this in the bud and talk about safety. Apparently, she held this with a lot of different uh, organizations, and she had Metro there. That's our police department. And they needed to meet about what they can do to change things there. I mean... It's one of those things where it's a super fun place to be. It is a little chaotic. And you see a lot of interesting and sometimes crazy things going on. Is that part of the experience? But when it comes to now, you know, like where safety, there needs to be a change. There does. And so Mayor Goodman met with a lot of the business owners down there, heads of the casinos, people who are really instrumental in making 
Fremont Street Tick, they all got together. Um, and apparently out of this meeting came a proposal mm-hmm. uh, to raise the age of who will be allowed on Fremont Street to 21. And I believe that this is after a certain time. I think that there's a curfew for people who are under 21. So after right. a certain time of at mm-hmm. night, it would be 21 and over. Right. Which yeah. is something that has worked in years past mm-hmm. when they've had New Year's Eve uh, festivities. You have to be 21 to get in. There have been other events held down on Fremont Street that have been 21 and over. So it's definitely possible. They know how to make it work. They, you know, shut off the the side entrances, the main entrance, and, you know, create, you know, kind of channels for people to filter through where IDs are checked and sometimes even, you know, metal detectors and and safety screenings to make sure that everybody getting in is, Mm -hmm. you know, weapon-free and all that. I mean, there's just so much going on, I think, around the world that, too, it's it's cause for consideration because— we need to be proactive, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously there are has already been two shootings, but now we need to do something about it. So, yeah. um, you know, and I think sometimes, listen, I it's hard to, you don't ever want to say negative things about downtown Las Vegas when it comes to the experience that you can get. Like we said, it is fun. It is part of it. It's, you know, it is, there's crowds, you know, it's, there's street performers that, you know, I'm just going to say it are a little shady where you look at them and you go, I don't know, like, <laughs> but that's part of it. But, it, but there are a lot of things that still need to be improved is my point. I do hear it over and over. Sometimes people feel like, you know, some of the parking areas, even parking, like I don't mind paying at all, but that whole like type in your license plate, right. and you're standing at this parking meter, sometimes on like a road that isn't very busy and I feel like you're looking around kind of dimly lit yeah and and it's like you're punching in this you're getting out your card you all this for like you know an hour you know meeting of drinks with with a friend and and you're paying a dollar 25 or dollar you know which the price doesn't even have anything to do with it it's just the experience of it but that whole situation needs to be improved um I'm glad that the mayor's on it and uh, realizes you know Everyone needs to come together and figure this out. And by the way, downtown uh, on and off of Fremont Street, there are a couple resorts that have uh, gone to be 21 and over. Circa Resort opened with a policy of being 21 and older. Uh, And now I recently read that the El Cortez is 21 and older. Hmm. So, you know, it could be something where people are trying to change their business model Mm -hmm. to encourage an older crowd. Because it... I'm just going to be honest. It is not really a place where you need to be pushing a toddler around in a stroller. Right. No. It really is not. And listen, Circa's hardcore on letting you in. You got to have that license. I was with my friend that is 50, and they would not let him in without... He had lost his license the pre prior week and ordered the new one but finally like finally we went into the email got the letter that was the interim and the photo i mean but they were hardcore it was like you have to have that license to get into that 21 and over casino friend of mine in town with his kids didn't know it was 21 and over tried to go check out circa they wouldn't let him in so i mean they're they're strict Total side note, mm-hmm. a tangent. Uh, just speaking of that, I took my sister when she was in town uh, down to the link, and we had lunch at 
Gordon Ramsay fish and chips. Mm-hmm. We got to the counter. I ordered a beer, and the kid looked at me. He was like, are you old enough to drink? <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm definitely over 21. He was like, well, I'm going to need to see your ID. Good. I was like, all right. All right. Good on you for keeping things for by the book. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, speaking of downtown Las Vegas, just, I mean, I always say Main Street. It's considered downtown, but it's not in the heart near Fremont Street. Main Street is kind of our area that's south of what, uh, Charleston Boulevard. If you're familiar with Las Vegas, if you're living outside of Las Vegas, you might not know where that is. But it kind of separates. It's kind of the area between the stratosphere and let's say the Plaza Hotel. Right, yeah. There's a, a chunk in there, kind of right in the middle. hmm that is the Arts District. Arts District, yeah. They have Brewery Row. We've talked about it before. Sean's sister was in town, and we thought of, okay, what could we do like to where we could catch up and also do something that would be kind of fun that we haven't done? So we did like a brewery hop, and that was fun. It really was. It really was. I loved it. And I didn't, you know, even trying the food. Like, we ordered pizza oh. at, what was it, Nevada Brewery? Nevada, at, yeah. Nevada Brewing. See, this is where we go, folks. I'm not going to edit this. I'm going to take a moment and go back to the post that I made to make sure that I get, because I also like to get the names of the places absolutely correct. And while you're looking that up, mm-hmm. we started at uh, the uh, Atomic Duck. Mm-hmm. I did that behind the scenes for Vegas on once. Yeah. And that, that one, that was where you guys started. And that was so, I mean, there were a lot of people in there. This was on a weeknight and... You know, it was after happy hour time, but there was a good crowd in there. Yeah, there was. And that's why even I suggested way back, like, we got to go do that. Because I was like, this looks like a fun crowd, you know? Yeah. And, and also kind of casual and whatever. So we, we went there first, and you guys had the flight of beer, which was cool. We, after that, we went to Nevada Brew Works. I looked it up. Uh, they had fabulous pizza that we ordered. That was good, right? It was really thin. It really was. I like the one, the pepperoni and sausage one. It was mm. delicious. And the pepperonis were the ones that curled up. They Remember? were, I know. And that they the get crispy part. around the edges. I love those little, yeah. those little crispy pepperonis. <laughs> They're so good. By the way, uh, it's not Atomic Duck Brewery. <laughs> it's Abel Baker Brewing. <laughs> well, there's ducks but, around there. But Atomic Duck is one of their beers. We are such a four, like a, a over 40 podcast. <laughs> we're kind of like when you have that conversation, you know, what's her name? Like we know because we were there. <laughs> or, you know, the the guy in the in the movie, you know, the one, the, the guy, the guy who always dances. You know, what's his name? Well, this is what you get, <laughs> raw and uncut with Dana and Sean. Okay, so where were you? Uh, at Abel Baker Brewing. Got it. And then we went to Nevada Brew Works. <laughs> and then after that, we went to another one. I can't think of the name. It was across from Esther's Kitchen, though. And it was kind of a little different. It was a little bit more modern in there. They had like a tasting room. Craft House, I believe, is what it was. And it's a tasting room for a brewery that's over in Henderson. There's a little district of, of brewing over there. And the only reason that I made that connection is because they had uh, like brown jugs that you can you know load up growlers Mm -hmm. that you can buy and take beer home um and we had bought those during the pandemic you could pull up to the brewery over in henderson and take those away so anyway they have a tasting room downtown we stopped there too okay I am hysterical over this whole thing because during this, my phone's blowing up with texts for work stuff. 
And I'm like trying to ignore it where normally I'd be like, hold on, I need to answer this. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> I'm laughing. And and I have a feeling Dana's getting a little anxiety I'm over it anxiety because she over responds to emails and text messages immediately. So not only that, I'm reading what it says. And it's like this shoot has been moved to 1.30 instead of 12.30 when I want the shoot at 12.30. And now I'm frustrated and... I'm thinking about it while we're recording the podcast. Oh, boy. What a day to do a live episode. <laughs> I know. Okay. Jeepers, so creepers. What else? We got a new hotel coming in, folks. Uh, by the way, check out Brewery Row. There were a lot of other breweries we there's didn't like even 12, have. There's like 12, a yeah. dozen breweries down there. There's a map that gets you around. I believe there's mm-hmm. even a shuttle okay. that takes you around to the different places, too. Brewery okay. Row, downtown Las Vegas. I liked walking it off. I know. It was good to walk around. (laughs) Uh, The Dream Hotel groundbreaking was this week, actually, on Friday morning. And you're like, what's Dream Hotel? Well, it's actually Dream Las Vegas is what it's going to be called. And it's a brand new kind of, um, well, I say boutique because it's smaller than your normal hotel, but it's not necessarily a boutique hotel because it's got 531 guest rooms and suites. It's 20 stories dining, nightlife, uh, pool, bar, lounge concept, uh, gaming floor, all of it. And this is going up just to the south of Mandalay Bay, kind of across from the near the Harley-Davidson store and the it's Welcome to Las Vegas sign, but a little bit north of that. Right, down, down by the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, if you're familiar. Um, and it's going to be between the Pinball Hall of Fame and the Harley-Davidson store that's down there. Just to give you some bearings. Got it. <laughs> so if you Google map it, look up the Harley Davidson store. It'll be to the left, yeah. right next door. It's near the airport runways. We we just drove by and we saw they were getting ready for the groundbreaking. Um, we were invited to that. We couldn't make it. But it is interesting, the placement of it, because it's near the airport runways. I don't know. And then all those helicopter airports and private airports uh, right there, too. So I don't know. I mean... Could be a little noisy, but I guess anywhere you live around, or sorry, uh, build around the strip, because it's going to be noisy, right? Yeah. And because noisy. of the proximity to the airport, um, the developers had to do a, a lot of redesign for the property, too. After there was analysis from the FAA and lots of security firms, um, they had to reconfigure a lot of things to make sure that it would be safe to have a, a hotel that proximity to the airport that close. So, you know, there's that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to have gaming. Then we were reading the description. I was like, oh, okay. Because I thought, you know, just a cute little hotel going over there. But, you know, they've got the whole Although, thing Although, who knows if it's going to be a full-on, like, casino floor. It could right. be like bar top gaming in the in the bars. Yeah. Um, and it says uh, they're going to have a cafe on the street level, private meeting space, event space, a state-of-the-art fit- a fitness facility, on-site parking. Anyway, this will be interesting to see go up. It's also close to, in in many ways, close to the stadium. So if folks want to come, say they come in, we have a lot of people that, and we've talked about this before, come in on Southwest flights and private flights for Raiders games. Very true. And so you land, you go right to Dream Las Vegas, drop your bags off. You kind of have a little bit of a resort experience and gaming experience, but then you hop right over to Allegiant Stadium. I mean, that's just pretty much a straight shot down the road. Right. And one right turn and you're at the stadium. And it's opening in late 2024. Always exciting to have a new uh, hotel resort opening on the Las Vegas Strip. Hey, should we get to some tips? Let's do it. 
All right, our first tip is for theater lovers, Dana. Well, Hamilton's a huge show, right? Hamilton is massive. There were lines around the block in on Broadway. You could hardly get tickets. Then the show went on tour, and you could hardly get tickets when it did its first tour. It's now out on, gosh, it might even be its like second or third you know, touring run, mm-hmm. um, maybe more than that. But anyway, Hamilton is coming back here to Las Vegas at the Smith Center for Performing Arts, which is in downtown Las Vegas. Beautiful venue. If you are from out of town and have not uh, heard of it or been there, highly recommend that you find something at the Smith Center and attend. It is a gorgeous facility. Uh, but single tickets for Hamilton's tour stop in Las Vegas go on sale Thursday, July 14th. Uh, The performances are happening between October 18th and November 6th. Yeah, it's a good show. I actually saw it at the Smith Center. My friend had, and I think even when we say single tickets, it's because a lot of people have the season 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 tickets, right? And my friend had that, and she said, you want to go to Hamilton? Um, Because her husband couldn't go at the time, and I said, sure. So I got to see it at the Smith Center, and it was great. It's really so good. great. I have not seen it live yet. I've only seen it Ooh. on uh, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the yes where they filmed it live in the in the theater, mm-hmm. and that is so good. Yeah. I'm I can't wait to see the 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 show in person live. Yeah, it's it, it's a good one for sure, and people obviously acclaimed you know all over the world. So yeah. Uh, yeah. if you get a chance to go see Hamilton, and I know a lot of people have been waiting to see it, um, go check it out. It's thesmithcenter.com. You can go for information and tickets. Something I did, I haven't been to Area 15 since we went to the Omega Mart Meow Wolf opening there. Yeah, and that's been a minute. It's been a minute. And I mean to go there all the time, and I just don't get there often. So uh, a friend of mine, well-known, uh, actually, uh, celebrity blogger, Perez Hilton, he was going, taking the kids, and he said, you want to come? He's in town for um, the summer here in Las Vegas. And I said, yes, because I need to go, and I've been meaning to. So we did two things. We went to Illuminarium, which is a space theme right now. That changes kind of themes every now and then. Okay. And that was cool. You go into a room, um, you sit down, they show a little video, the rocket takes off. I don't want to say a lot because I feel like people need to experience it, but then you go into this other room where all sorts of beautiful pictures from space. Uh, first, you're seeing, you know, you're on, you, so you're on the rockets. You see Earth from a distance. You see all the different planets. All these beautiful things happen around you. And so that, and it's kind of like a whole experience, and the show kind of goes on around you, and then it loops if you want to watch again, but or you can leave or whatever. So it's like projections, projections. that are going on the walls all around you? Exactly. Okay. Yep. So it's kind of, and you can, you know, it's, it's hard to take pictures because there's so many lights, but I see a lot of people get some cool pictures, though, still, when the lighting's just right mm, with some right. background and stuff like that. So, you know, it's also Insta-worthy, yeah. for sure, if yeah. you just find the right light. Um, so that was a cool experience, and I think they had something that was more like Safari-like before that, the the West, and I think they have another one coming here shortly. I think this one has a couple more months, and then they change it out in the fall. So if you get a chance... That is in a building that, because there's several buildings on yeah, that property now. It's a whole complex. Yeah. yeah. So you go right in, you'll see the sign for Illuminarium. Okay. But, but something that I loved even more, which was, uh, I, you and I have talked about it a long time ago that they were opening it, and I didn't even realize it was still there, but it's when called- When we drive by. Yeah. All the time. It's called Liftoff. 
And what it is is a, uh, as they describe it, a panoramic skyline experience and outdoor lounge. I was like, what's that? So you basically, they have a bar on the uh, outside, on the ground. You could order, you know, some drinks or whatever. Then you can take that with you and you can also get non-alcoholic stuff i actually got a perrier <laughs> and uh, the kids got slushies and all that kind of thing um but um you bring it with you and you're kind of sitting on it's like you get on you're all in the round like you're at a table there's a drink holder for your drink if you need it you buckle in you put your like if you have a purse or something put it in a locker you can take your phone for camera or camera whatever you get all in that there's a guy standing in the middle or a gal and they basically hit the lever and you raise up into the sky slowly it's not fast and you get to see everything like las vegas in 360 degrees it's the coolest thing ever you're pretty high up there too you are when i've driven by and i've seen people up there like that's that is Mm -hmm. that's a good vantage point remind me again how do they explain this attraction what is the description that a they panoramic have panoramic skyline experience and outdoor lounge see i call it a balloon <laughs> with a bar on the bottom <laughs> yeah it kind of looks like that it kind of looks like a little tent right exactly that's their ex- kids fly free by the way oh okay yeah and and we had a little one with us and she loved it um and they yeah get a complimentary admission so it's uh when i say kids i wanted to look up okay 12 and under so 12 and under fly okay. free um and i say fly free so it's about and you liked it i liked it It was 130 feet high here's the thing though i didn't think because i've done it all i've been in a f-15 <laughs> which was an experience um went through some training at nellis air force base and did a did a story there i've been in the samuel blimp i've been on a biplane i was a helicopter reporter i didn't think a know, hot air balloon hot air balloon <clears throat> i'm not gonna edit out my cough i'm <laughs> i was thinking you know it's fine but when i looked down I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, boy. Did you get some butterflies I in the tummy? I had a little butterfly. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, we were like, just look straight ahead. So here's my tip. <laughs> it's fun. You get great pictures from up there. And the person running it in the middle will go around to each group and take your phone and take a picture of you oh, so you can have great. the skyline behind you. Yeah. And it also rotates. So you can wait till you maybe have the strip behind you if you want the mountains. Uh, but like look straight ahead. Look straight ahead Don't and look, look around. Down. Do not look down if you're that type. Other than that, it was fine. We were all like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, that's kind of fun. I've yeah. always wondered what it was like, what it would be like to, to ride that. I've seen it, you know, as I mentioned all the time. So that's cool that you went up there. I, I might need to wait till fall. Yeah, or then... night, because I did it in the day, which was oh, fine. Yeah. But um, I think they have it at night, too. So if you want that. Oh, that would be good. With the lights and everything like that, that could be a thing. And and all in all, I'd say, um, I think it was like 25 minutes. So it's not very long, because oh, okay. they take turns, because yep. then there's other people waiting to board. Right. So it's not a very long experience, but it's enough to hang out up there a little bit, get as many pictures as you want, look around, point things out. Um, you know, enjoy your drink and then come back down and finish the drink. Or, oh, perfect. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, coming up next week on Vegas Revealed, we are taking you to the ballpark, talking America's favorite pastime, the boys of summer. They are out on the field right now, and we're uh, talking some baseball here in Las Vegas, plus uh, some shopping tips. Everyone loves shopping, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to the outlets recently, so I wanted to kind of expand on that because I have a lot of tips and some, some cool things that... I noticed while there, so we'll talk about that as well. All right. Well, that'll do it for this uh, episode that we just blasted right on through. No <laughs> stops. Excuse the uh, little tickle in the throat <laughs> and the, the googling the as we as we spoke. That was episode 125, too. I feel like that's a big moment, right? That is. 125 yeah. is like one more than 124. <laughs> no, it's like, well, I feel like it's like, you know... Four quarters make a dollar. Oh. And so we've gone another quarter. <laughs> See, and this is me. You said four quarters makes, and I was thinking a dollar twenty-five. Oh my god. But that's not true. I know. That's, that's All right. why I don't do that. Enough numbers. of us. I might edit this part out. <laughs> we'll see if it makes yeah, it in. Keep it in. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. We'll be back next week. Yeah.